All right. If you have a program, inside that program is a little insert. Looks like this. It says Family Festival, and it has our scripture, and it has a prayer that I'm going to invite you to pray with me when we get to the close of the service. Today is all about launching into a new season of ministry with God and His people. And the text that uh, the Lord brought to my mind is the one printed on this piece of paper. And I believe our superintendent, who was here not long ago, referenced this passage from Isaiah. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together. That was good. That was the chariot right there, exactly. Uh, And they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. This is such an amazing passage because um, I don't know about you, but most of us love the great moments of the past when God met us or changed us, inspired us. And we want to hold on to those. All of us do. And it was no different in Bible times. Uh, the children of Israel, their greatest moment, something they were so proud of, was when God brought them through the Red Sea. And you can see that reference there in the passage from Isaiah. It talks about the waters parting and the armies dead on the shore. And can you imagine how cool that must have been? And have you seen Charlton Heston and the, you know, in a cast of thousands, uh, they all stand there in the sea and the Pharaoh's army is coming and just at the last minute, the waters part and they go through on dry ground. How cool is that? And then to top that, when Pharaoh's army comes after them and goes through the seabed, the waters come back and the army is drowned. The greatest, most invincible military force in the ancient Middle East is defeated by God. And everybody remembers it and everybody celebrates it. And in fact, they are known as the children of Israel, the the people God brought through the Red Sea. That's their identity. And Isaiah picks that very thing, their favorite thing, their most famous moment in the past. And he says, forget it. (laughs) I'm sure they said, "What? what? Forget that? We'll never forget that. Now, it's really important to get this, friends. He didn't say to forget it because it wasn't important. He didn't say to forget it because they shouldn't remember at all. He said to forget it for one reason. God is doing a new thing. And the new thing is more important for us right now than anything God has done in the past. That's the same now as it was then. When God is up to something, we need to pay attention, right? This means yes, all right? When God is up to something, we need to pay attention. And I believe God is up to something amazing and powerful, something only God can do. I mean, look around. Look around. God brought all of us here today on this beautiful day to launch into a new season together. And here's what I know. Sometimes we can get stuck. Uh, Anybody here ever got stuck? Stuck in the snow, stuck in the mud, maybe even stuck in the past? Uh, One of my favorite theologians a guy named Dr. Seuss put it this way. 
You'll be on the way up. You'll be seeing great sights. You'll join the high flyers who soar to great heights. You won't lag behind because you'll have the speed. You'll pass the whole gang and you'll take the lead. Wherever you fly, you'll be the best of the best. Wherever you go, you'll top all the rest, except when you don't, because sometimes you won't. I'm sorry to say so, but sadly it's true that bang-ups and hang-ups can happen to you. You can get all hung up in a prickly perch, and your gang can fly on, and you're left in the lurch. You'll come down from the lurch with an unpleasant bump, and the chances are then that you'll be in a slump. And when you're in a slump, you're not in for much fun because unslumping yourself is not easily done. Isn't that profound? Unslumping yourself is not easily done. But here's the good word. God can unslump anybody, right? God can unslump anybody when he does his new thing in us and through us. So this morning, I'd like to just take a few minutes talk about three ways that I believe God wants to unslump us, to move us forward, to teach us something new. So it's time to pay attention. Turn to somebody and say, pay attention. (laughs) Don't hurt anybody. Just tell them, okay? (laughs) Pay attention. God wants to do some new things. I believe God wants to do some things in the way we worship. Uh, Say worship. And the way we worship, God wants to do some new things. You may have heard a rumor. Uh, The rumor is that starting next Sunday, our two services will be slightly different. The rumor is true. The first service will be a little quieter. Did you know that some people like their worship a little quieter? Did you know that? Uh, Some people like their worship a little louder. Did you know that? (laughs) No, 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 no. Here's the test. Which one's right? They're both right. They're both right. And so uh, we care about everybody. So we're going to just make a little bit of a shift. We're going to try some things. So the first service is going to be quieter. Could you say that with me? Now say it quietly. Quieter. The first service is going to be quiet. The second service isn't going to be louder, but it's still going to be loud. Can you say that? (laughs) Alive. Say alive. There goes the sermon. Say, it's gone. (laughs) I think God's going to do a real new thing. (laughs) So new, I don't even know what it's going to be. All right. You know, I, I love worship of all kinds. I grew up in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada, in a great little free Methodist church. And, and I loved singing from the hymnal. In fact, I had a lot of the numbers memorized. My favorite number was 444. And that number was, we have an anchor. And uh, thank you. Now, if you could put them all in the right order, that'd be great. No, 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 no. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And, um, And then I grew up on gospel choruses and gospel songs when I got into high school. I got into college. I went to Spring Arbor University. Anybody know where that is? Any, any alumni here today from Spring Arbor? Woo, both of us, we're happy. All right. And uh, in fact, Nancy and I, when we were at Spring Arbor, we sang in the choir that sang the theme song for the Light and Life Hour radio program. Now that's, 
We're talking ancient history, okay? And, the, and so when the scripture says, forget the former things, I've been there. I've been there for the former things. God's taught me a lot. I still love those things. Nothing wrong with those. But you know, God's also taught me some new things. And uh, I believe that God has new things to teach us as we worship, as we lean into him, as we, as we worship him. Now, just look around. Is there any reason to worship the Lord who made all this? You know, it's not just about how we worship, it's who we worship, right? Like, when's the last time you went through the alphabet one letter at a time and remembered the character and nature of God? Said, God, I love you because you are so, what, what's an A word? Awesome, amazing, astounding. What's a, what's a B word? What? Beautiful, breathtaking. What's a C word? <laughs> Cle clever, all right. What else? Caring. And so here's, here's what I want to challenge you to do. Determine in your life that you're going to go to a new place in your worship this fall, okay? As God helps you. And as the sermon blows farther and farther away, okay? Don't worry about it. Um, so the first thing God's going to teach us new things and take us to new places is in our what? <laughs> Worship would be the word I'm looking for here, okay? All right? So the first thing God is going to teach us new things in is in our? Worship of God. Not just in what we do, but who we worship. The second thing I think God's going to help us with is in our service. Can you say that? service, in our service. Did you know there are people in that neighborhood, in that neighborhood, who need somebody who cares about them? Somebody who would be willing to offer them a helping hand whenever and however they need it? Somebody said to me a long time ago, well, here's a question you should ask your church. If God took this church out of this community, would they miss us? Would they miss us? And the biggest thing they would miss is not this, but it's our kind and compassionate and caring way week in, week out, day in, day out. Would you be the hands and feet of Jesus? Uh, find a hurt and heal it. Find a lonely and needy person and befriend them and help them. I think I, you may have seen the story I put on Facebook this week, true story of the lady I met at the checkout at Home Depot. And uh, she was checking my ID and found out that it was from Washington State. And, and she said, well, I'm from Washington State. I moved here from Washington State. Now, how many people have moved to Davison from Washington State in the last month? I ask you, all right? So I, I thought it was a God thing right off the top. She's saying, I've been looking for a church. I don't feel like I belong anywhere. I, she told me about her story and where she lived out there and said that she would either be here today or she would come really soon. And the key to that, friends, was just taking a few extra minutes at the checkout, you know? How many of you are in a hurry at the checkout? That, that would be me. I'm in a hurry at the checkout. But there are people all around us every day who need our love and attention. Did you know this church is involved with an amazing food bank project? Did you know that? And there are people every every month who come and find not only food to eat, but a friend to help. And I think that that needs to be a stronger ministry, that more of us need to get involved 
Is there anybody here who hasn't helped out with that one yet? Uh, could you? Would you? God wants to take us to a new place in our service. So the first thing God wants to do is take us to a new place in our worship. The second thing is a new place in our And the third is a new place in our connection to the Bible, to the Word of God. Did you know there is nothing quite like the Bible? No book on planet Earth with the power of the Bible. It is alive. It is sharp. It speaks into our lives with wisdom that nothing else can. And how many people here own a Bible? Could I see your hand? How many people own more than one? <laughs> Good for you. Now, the question would be, and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, how many of you have read it in the last three days uh, for something other than just, you know, checking out the pastor, you know, have read it to be fed by it, to learn from it? There are so many ways that God can use the Bible in our lives. Uh, hi. Uh, how could God use the Bible in your life in a new way? Does anybody have a Bible app loaded on your smartphone? Or a, or a Bible pro software loaded on your computer? Uh, God is up to new things and he can take us to a new place. And apparently there's a new airplane because half of you are looking up there. I don't know what to say about that, so I'll just keep going, okay? Um, a few months ago in the last church that I led, we did the New Testament challenge. And as a church family, we read through the New Testament in 90 days. And I can't tell you the stories of people who told me that it was the first time they'd been in several sections of, of the New Testament and the way God used it in their lives. And I don't know exactly how it's going to look this fall, but here's what I want to say. Together, we're going to have an adventure in God's Word. And God's going to speak to us and teach us and grow us as we give ourselves to Scripture study and more than that, Scripture application. Don't just read it, live it, right? So, make sure you bring your Bible. We have pew Bibles. Bring your Bible, bring your smartphone, bring your laptop if you need to, okay? We'll figure this out together because God wants to grow us into a stronger and deeper congregation. That is the word of the Lord to us today. God is going to do a new thing in our worship, in our service, and through the Bible. Are you ready for that? Well, then I hear we're going to do some launching here. Remember at the beginning, we did the launch thing? So if Parker's ready, we're going to count it down again, and we're going to say yes to the Lord in terms of growing in our worship, growing in our service, and growing through the Scripture, through the Bible. Are you ready? All right, let's count it down. Here we go. Prepare for launch pad countdown. <laughs> countdown begin. Lord God, we pray right now that you would do a new thing in us. We pray that you'd do a new thing in our hearts, in your church, and in this community. 
We ask it in Jesus' name, and everybody agreed and said? Amen. Amen, amen. amen. Would you stand? And let's respond to the word by uh, singing back to God together.